Well, good morning, church. Uh, I'm glad to be back. Last week, I was stuck in Florida. Isn't that a problem to have? But <laughs> we're so excited to be back. And I'm, I'm really excited because we're kicking off a new series called Created for Community. And the truth is, is all of us, all of us in this room are created to be with one another. Now, people can be difficult, can't they? It can be hard. Relationships, community can all be difficult, but God says that we are created for community. And so we're kicking off this series because we're launching a couple life groups here in the next couple of weeks. And so if you are a part of a, a small group or life group, um, we want you to still be a part of that. But we're kicking off a couple more. And so next week, I know last week, the announcements and then the bulletin and the emails and all that, we said we were going to have an event called Group Link uh, today. And next week, that's changed to just to next week. And so next week when you come to church in the, in the Welcome Center back there, there's going to be two tables or a couple tables, and they're going to be pieces of paper with the groups that are going on this year, okay? And so in, in the Welcome Center, you can go back there, you can see when they're going to meet. And so we have some groups that will meet uh, Sunday nights during regular kids' ministry and student ministry stuff. There'll be people that meet on Wednesday nights in groups, but there's also going to be a group that meets on Thursday. And so there might be a couple groups that that meet throughout the week that maybe you can be a part of if you can't do a Sunday or a Wednesday night. So we want you to go back there next week if you're interested and sign up for a life group. We believe that, that, that life happens in smaller groups. And so that's why we're creating this um, and, and kind of encouraging this as a church together. And so we're excited for that. Hopefully you'll look at that next week. And I will say this, you maybe sign up for two because if we have more than 10 to 12, that's what we consider a group. If we have more than 10 to 12 in a group, we'll probably have to work some things out. And so what will happen, you'll sign your name, and then once we finalize some things, your group leader will contact you and, and let you know when and where you all will be meeting and things like that. So uh, that's happening next Sunday before or after church. When you come in, just make sure you look at that. If you're interested in signing up for a life group, we're excited about that. But we're kicking off this series, Created for Community, because the truth is, is that we are. And God himself is community. God himself is community, and he tells us that we are created in his image, and if that's the truth, then we are to reflect his image, right? If you look in the beginning of Genesis chapter 1, you all know what happens, right? Creation. God creates the mountains, and he creates the oceans, and creates everything in the world. And then he says, I need people. So he creates Adam, and then realizes that Adam needs community. He needs to be with people. And so he creates Eve to be his helper, as we see in Genesis. And then in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, he says this. He says, Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image. Focus on that hour for a moment. In our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals. And over all the creatures that move along the ground. God says, let us make mankind in our image. Who is he talking about? Is he talking about Adam? No. Is he talking about creation itself? No. Who is he talking about? Many of you all may be familiar with this term or with this idea of Father, Son, Holy Spirit, right? Three persons, one God. Many will use the word the Trinity. But simply, it's Father, Son, who is Jesus, and Holy Spirit. God has created it all, and then Jesus, his Son, was sent for us, and the Spirit now lives within us because of what Jesus has done, and they gave us their Spirit to live 
through us. And so when he says, let us make mankind in our image and in our likeness, he's talking about the three, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And so from the very beginning of time, God himself was in community. God himself is community. And so if he tells us that we are created to be his image bearers and to show people who he is, then we must do that, right? We must be in his image and we must be in community. If he himself is community, then we are called to be in community. That's what he creates us to be. We are in his image and so we are to go and reflect that image to other people. Here's the truth. We are created for community, all of us. Isolation can hurt us, but we have to be created. We have to know that we are here for a purpose and that we are here in community with one another. And community can be a really good thing. It can be an awesome thing. That's why we come here every single Sunday, right? Or maybe that's why you go to to be with your friends at work or whatever that is. We come here every single Sunday to be in community with one another. And it's great that we can be in a group of two to three hundred every single week. But God wants us to have real intentional relationships, genuine with people, right? So we're created for community. That's why we come here every week, so that we can be with people, so that we can learn and grow with one another, people who believe in Jesus together. And so we come here because we're created for community. But you know this, that community can be really difficult, right? People can be difficult. Community can be difficult. Groups can be difficult. And the reason is, looking back at Genesis, what happens when Adam and Eve go to the tree and eat of the fruit? The community that God had designed for them fell apart. The the community that God had designed for the world fell apart because of sin for us. That doesn't mean that his design isn't still perfect, but it means because of sin, it's harder for us to achieve without him, right? Community can be a really difficult thing. And so they go and they eat of the fruit and everything falls apart. And we see all throughout the Old Testament the struggles of people in isolation, the struggles of people being scattered across the world. But God has created all of us to be in community. And isolation can be tough, right? And isolation isn't always bad, right? Any introverts in the room? You're like, I'm not raising my hand for that. I, I, I myself... I myself am an introvert, and sometimes I had to make myself be extroverted, but I have to go and be by myself for a little bit, right? Especially when I'm around a lot of people. Isolation can be a good thing, can it? It can recharge us. It can do that stuff. But when we continually seek isolation and there's no community at all, we're going to fall. We're going to fall apart. And the reason for this is because we are created for community. Isolation can hurt us, and it can make us fall apart, and it can be very lonely, can it? Isolation can put us into places that we don't want to be in. Whenever I'm in isolation and I don't have anybody around me, my anxiety heightens, right? Those lies about myself that I choose to believe from Satan are heightened, and he attacks me even more and more and more. But when I'm in community and I have people that can tell me the truth, that tell me that I'm loved and I'm valued and I have purpose, it changes my life. Isolation can be a hard place for us to be in. I remember I was going into college and I was excited because we, 
I had a roommate that I had grown up with. We played baseball with and or played baseball together in middle school and high school. Um, and we lived a couple houses down from each other for a few years. And this was great because I was going to a college two hours away from home. And I didn't know anybody other than him. And so it was like, all right, we, we can hang out together. We can room together. And so that's what we did every single day. We'd go to class, come back to the room, hang out. We'd go to Knoxville, hang out together. And he was on the baseball team there, and so we got to know a couple of the guys on the team, and they would come to the room sometimes. But we never really built those strong relationships with people outside of us. Why? Because that would have been difficult, wouldn't it? It's hard to build community. It's hard for us to, to make that happen. And I remember the summer before going into my sophomore year, he transfers in July, move in in August. And so I didn't know who my roommate was going to be. They assigned me to a roommate, a guy that wasn't, that wasn't there last year. And so I really didn't know him either, really didn't know a lot of people at the school. I'd made some acquaintances in class and things, but didn't have anybody that I was really close to, that I was really excited to get back and hang out with. I moved in on Sunday, and actually on Friday, Friday my roommate moved in, and on Saturday he moved out because he didn't make it into his program. And so here I am on Sunday, moving in, and they say, hey, you can have a roommate or you can be in a room by yourself and not pay for it. Anybody know what I chose? <laughs> I was by myself, and I loved it. As an introvert myself, I loved it. I didn't have to pay for it. It was great. I had a room to myself. Didn't have to worry about roommates, and, you know, you know how that goes. But it became an excuse for me, and maybe it has for you too. I remember... I would go to class and go straight back to my room and lock the door. Maybe you've been there. I remember I, I would go off campus to get food so I didn't have to be in the cafeteria with everybody else and go back and lock the door and eat it. I remember when I would go to the cafeteria to get food, I would take it to go and go back to my room and lock the door. I didn't know a whole lot of people. I, didn't have, I mean, I knew people, but I didn't have that genuine, deep connection with people that, that you've got to have when it comes to this kind of stuff. And it was isolating, and it was lonely, and it was hard. And a lot of it, a part of it was me, right? I wasn't putting myself out there. I wasn't pursuing those relationships. I wasn't pursuing community. I was just wanting to be by myself and to be isolated. And what I learned in that time is that isolation is not fun. Isolation is not a place that you want to be in. And I'm grateful because I have some friends to this day, a group of friends, that said, you're not going to stay in your room anymore. You're not going to be isolated anymore. They said, we want you to be a part of our community. We want you to come and be with us and hang out with us. And we, we don't really have a lot of plans, but we want you to just be there. And so they pulled me out of my room. And to this day, they're the best friends that I'll ever have. And I still talk to them every single week. And we still hang out. And that's what happens when true community connects, right? Because my sophomore year, I was able to connect with these guys, and to this day, we talk. And none of us really live close. I have a friend in Knoxville. We hang out because he's closer. But in that group of friends, a friend from Knoxville, a friend from, that lives in Delaware, a friend that lives in Illinois and Kentucky, and a friend that lives in New Zealand. We can't really hang out much. But to this day, we still communicate, and we still talk, 
and we're still with one another. We still play fantasy football together. We, we Zoom each other. We FaceTime each other because we want to be a part of that community. We want to be together. And even though distance can separate us, we want to have true, genuine relationships where we can pray for one another and be with one another. I know that community can be difficult, but the truth is this, that Jesus redeems and transforms community. He redeems and transforms community. When Jesus comes onto the scene, it changes everything. When we understand this idea or this word of redeemed, we understand it as something has been broken and God is bringing it back together. Jesus redeems community and brings back that original idea of what community is supposed to be, and he transforms it. And what happens after Jesus is here on earth, the church starts to form, and we see in the book of Acts chapter 2 that they say some incredible things. This is what happened whenever the church got together, when people got together in the early, uh, in the early church. It says this, that they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. They came together to learn about God with one another. That they devoted themselves to fellowship, to just being in community and being with one another. They devoted themselves to the breaking of bread and to prayer. They got meals with one another. They prayed for one another. And that's what we're designed to be a part of. We're designed to be a part of a community that does these things, where we come together to learn and grow together to get closer to God. We're designed to, to fellowship and be with one another, to, to break bread and have meals in our homes together, and to pray for one another when everything's going wrong. Or to pray together when there's things that are going well that we can praise with one another. It says in verse 43 and on that everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. When they came together, they were excited. It was amazing. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. This is what community looks like. We know the needs of the people around us, and we say, how can I meet them? How can we be together? But we don't know about those needs unless we're together, right? Every day, every day, they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They made it a point to get together. They broke bread in their homes and ate with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. If it wasn't for this community, they wouldn't be adding those numbers. And what I love about the early church, when they got together in community and prayed with one another and were with one another, they didn't just leave it there. They didn't just take what they learned and leave it right there in that community. They said, you know, we got to show people what this community is like. And that's how people came to know Jesus. Without them going and telling people, that number wouldn't be increasing. But it was because they understood that they were created for community that they went and told people about who Jesus was. Think about Jesus. He spoke to hundreds and thousands of people on separate occasions in the scriptures. But who did he hang out with? The most. His disciples, right? A smaller group of people. You have to have that community where you can pour into one another and you can do a lot of incredible things with one another too, as we see in the book of Acts. Number four is this community is built into our DNA, it's created within us. From the beginning of time, we are created to be with one another. 
He says, let us make mankind in our image so that they can go and reflect our image. And our image is community. And so they are to go and be in community with one another. That's what we're called to. It's built into our DNA, crafted into who we are and who we are as people. That's what God wants for his people. Why do we go to sporting events and to concerts? Why do we do that? Some of you might have a, a favorite artist or a favorite team that you like to, to, to cheer on. My favorite team is the Atlanta Braves. You all know this. Why would I choose to go and be 42,000 other people in a cramped space to watch a game? Why would I buy all the or buy the, the, the merch and the jerseys? Or why would I learn about the players? Why would I do all this stuff? Because I want to be a part of something bigger than myself, right? I want to be in a crowd of 42,000 people who like the same thing that I do with the Atlanta Braves. Maybe it's the, it's the same for you when it comes to an artist, a music artist. We come together to be in community of people who like what we like. It's just built into who we are. That's why we come together. That's why we're with one another. We are built for community. It's within us. And without even trying to get it to happen, it's just natural for us to be with people. Some harder than others, maybe. But at our core, we all are made and long to be with other people. I tell our leaders and our parents this all the time, that there will, be, there will be students that come to our student ministry that hear me preach every single Sunday night from 6th grade to 12th grade. You all come here and listen to somebody preach and listen to me preach sometimes, and you may never remember what I say, and that's okay. Now, I hope that we learn together and we build a foundation of Jesus but what those students will remember is not what I say on a Sunday night, but if I show up at their game, right? Or if I show up at a funeral of, of a family member that passed away. Or if they show up at my home and watch a football game with us or just come over after church to hang out and play Mario Kart, right? They may never remember what I say, but they'll remember the relationship. And without those relationships, community doesn't happen. If I just showed up here at church to preach and nothing else, if I just showed up for our student ministry and to preach and didn't talk to them or didn't do anything like that, we wouldn't have a youth group. Community is so valuable and it's so important. We are created for community, all of us. And so since we're created for community, number one, we need to invest into the people around you. You have to invest into the people around you because you're in a community. All of us, in some form or fashion, we are created and put in a community that we can pour into. And if we look at the early church, we understand that they came together in church to be a part of an incredible community that prayed with one another and were devoted to learning about the Lord and break, or had meals in their homes and was just making excuses to be together. We understand that that's what the early church did. But when they were there, they charged up, and then they went into the community and told people about Jesus. You have a church community here. That's why we're starting these life groups, or we're starting more of them, because we want you to be a part of something like that that can charge you up and encourage you and be there with you. If anything goes wrong, people can be there to support and to, 
pray with you. We want that for you. We want you to be here and charge up. But we also want you to go out and tell people about Jesus. Because that's what true community does. They understand that Jesus redeems and transforms community. And they want or he wants us, he wants us as groups to go and show people Jesus. Number two, this is a little plug. Join a life group. Join a life group. And I say this because we've talked about it today. We are created for community. We have to have it. We have to have it. And my prayer for you is that you find a community that can change your life. That you find a community of people that believe in you and value you and, and say that you have a purpose and believe that. Because when that happens, things change, life changes, and other people start to see Jesus because of it. So we as a church, we come together to learn about God. We come together to be with one another. We come together with meals and to pray, but we want it to be a little more intentional, and that's why we're doing the groups. We want you to get into smaller groups, life groups, do life together. Do life together. And grow to know who God is with one another and be accountable to one another. To make excuses just to be with one another. To have meals in your homes and to pray when everything is going wrong or everything's going great. That's what we want for you. So we are created for a community by a God who is community himself. And so we have to live it out. Let's pray together.